0: Welcome to the Perfect Gentleman Podcast. My name is Zach Faulkner-Barfield, I am 1PG, and alongside me, as always, is the Slick the smooth-skinned, the indelibly smelling Mr. James Marwood.
1: (laughs) Thank you very much, my friend. I shan't comment on how much those apply to me now, but uh, I shall endeavour to live up to you.
0: (laughs) You're always fragrant in my mind. Thank you very much.
1: So how are you, my friend?
0: I'm very well, sir. Very well indeed. Good. Another good day, another good week. Working and and planning and getting things done, as our mutual friend Dave Allen would say. Same
1: here. I've I've had a, a nice relaxing day, but I do have a nice bit of lamb marinating at the moment. I should be cooking that later.
0: Very good. It's a grooming episode today. I've got some hair uh, styling products to review, and I think you've got a few as well. Yes. And also then we're going to talk about a very interesting subject. Sweating. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we we all do it. We all do it. Yes, or perspiring, or glistening, or glowing, I think is the other phrases that uh, are frequently used.
1: As a colleague I worked with said, you know, women don't sweat, they glow, but she
0: insisted that she glowed (laughs) buckets. Well, yes, so we're going to talk a bit about that. But first, some hair products. James, do do you use hair styling products? I do. I have quite
1: unruly hair, so left to its own devices. It will either become fluffy, like a, a newborn sheep <laughs> and look just like wool, or it will stick up at all sorts of weird and wonderf- wonderful angles, especially if it rains or I get uh, a little bit sweaty or I'm in a, in a human environment. It will do whatever it likes.
0: And like you, I have um, I don't have unruly hair, but I have hair that if you don't do anything with it, it just flops. I'm very happy with my hair, but it tends to not to do anything unless you put the product in it. So I've got I've six products which I've been testing over the period of the last 6 to 8 weeks. You can have an immediate test of whether you like it or not, you know, whether it smells good to you and whether it actually works in some level. But after that, you kind of think you need to get your hands dirty with it for a bit longer and see how it works with your hair and see how greasy it makes your hair and how it works in different situations over the course of a period of time rather than just giving it a quick, oh no, I don't like that. Giving any products, especially grooming products, a little bit more of a thorough test is probably worth its while.
1: Absolutely, you've got to live with them for a little while to really know what they're what they're going to do for you.
0: Exactly. I have six products in front of me. I have London Grooming Company clay, Dapper Dan's matte paste, Powell Barber's hair styling light dressing cream. I have Hawkins and Brimble moulding wax, Joe Grooming's clay. Lastly, a Fish Shape Firm Hold Texturising Cream. Fish is a hairdressing brand in Soho. To be thoroughly clear, we were given all of these to test for free, which is very kind of the brands in question. But as with everything that we do, our reviews are our own and we are not influenced by uh, the very kind generosity of the, the products that we are given. Indeed. They all worked, they all did what they said on their tin. They all worked well to a certain level. They're very good at different things. Some suited my particular hair better than others. They're all different types of stuff. So some are clay, some are Waxes, some are cream, so they have a different um texture. I'll just run through them very briefly, and then people out there can make up their mind so let's start with Joe grooming clay, Joe grooming, as we spoke about previously on the podcast. The clay is very nice, a little soft for a clay in my opinion, there's a really pleasant smell I love the smell of this one it's my sort of second favourite smelling one. The clay itself is uh, a little light for my hair. I think if you had hair that was easily molded, I think it would be perfect. My hair needs a bit more uh, substance to it, but I think it's a good product, it works. It's not the best for my hair, but it works for other people. I, I gave it to a friend of mine and he uh, he liked it for his hair, uh, considering there's a couple of other clays on this list that are much stronger. I think clays and waxes need to be that little bit stronger in their, in their usage, it doesn't last the day. Let's put it this way, I'm like, my, holding my hair in place which the other clays do. So, Drew, Joe Grooming Clay, lovely smell, a little weak for a clay. Fair enough. Next on my list is the Fish uh, Shape Firm hold Texturising Cream. It's a cream, so it's very light. It's very textured, but it's an amazing hold. Um, I tend to use this, you know, sort of last week before I go to the hairdresser, so I tend to use this one specifically. It's slightly longer hair. It's a great product. The scent is very neutral it doesn't have any particular overpowering smell but it really works phenomenally well it locks the hair in place it really does hold phenomenally well and doesn't dry hard
1: if the ones you've talked about that's one i've used in the past and i really liked it i bought it when i was in london i needed something in a hurry because i'd forgotten to pack one of the chaps at the office recommended it and he, he had fantastic long french wavy hair and so i gave it a go and i was i was really surprised i liked it but again like you say, it's for for longer hair.
0: Then um Hawkins and Brimble are very nice people. We've got a few of their products um which we'll be testing over the few weeks. They're Elmi and Ginseng moulding wax. I love the smell of this. It's a nice wax, it's a very nice texture. It doesn't feel bad on the on the fingers, you know, when you put it into your hands and work it into your palms. I like it very much. It's a nice, easy-to-use product. It's a good wax. For me it didn't hold as well as some of the other products. It's a great product for shorter hair, it's a great product for a short time period. If you're going out for an evening, I think it's fine. If you're doing it all day, I wouldn't probably use this so quickly. But it's a lovely product, it's a great scent, and it's a nice wax. Then moving on to Dapper Dan's Matte Paste High Hold Low Shine, a bit like a clay, their matte paste, the same sort of texture as a clay. I like it. There's a lovely texture and quality to the product. I like the feel of it. For me, the scent's a bit off, but that's just my personal uh, taste. I think it's very barbershoppy. So for some people, I think they'd like that.
1: I tend to like that sort of smell.
0: It's not a horrible smell in any way, shape or form, but it's a great quality product. On my list of holds, it's kind of the the third longest holding clay paste that I come across. I use it quite often. I tend to use it when I'm going out and I know I'm not going to be sweating too much. We'll come back to the sweating thing later. It's definitely a good product. I love the packaging. Certainly if you like that barbershoppy smell, I think it's a good one. Come to my final two, Pall Mall Barber's Hairstyling Light Dressing Cream. I love the smell of this product. I don't know why I love the smell of this product. It's a really nice, light, citrusy fragrance. It's a molding cream, so it's very light. It's great when you don't need a lot of product in your hair, but it holds it really well. It says it's a medium hold product, but I tend to find it holds better than some of the other uh, harder creams and not as well holding as the uh, fish-shaped cream, but uh, certainly it holds really, really well for the kind of light dressing cream that it is. It really does lift the style and I think it's a really lovely product. And then my last one, which is, I think is probably my favorite of the six, is the London Grooming Company. They're a small enterprise, as most of these are. It's the London Groom Company Clay. I think this product is fantastic. It's got a very neutral scent. It's not a particularly hard-smelling product. But I, what I like about it is the texture of the clay is fantastic, and the hold is amazing. It dries really well. doesn't look like you've brill-creamed your hair. It's a nice matte finishes. It really is a versatile product, and it's the longest-lasting one. I, I put it on at, you know when I leave the house at 6.30 in the morning. My hair stays in place for the whole rest of the day and I don't have to do anything with it. I don't feel like I've got a. To... A wig on my head at the end of the day, either. All of them are very good, but my favourite, uh, my five star one, is the London Groomy Company's clay. Fantastic. I think I may
1: give that a go because I tend to use that type of clay. If I'm working locally or I'm at home, I can use something relatively light, but if I'm going out, I'm on the five o'clock train into London or I'm at the airport, for some silly o'clock in the morning, and then I'm going straight to a client meeting and then possibly out for dinner and then to the hotel, I need something that's going to last me all day. That sounds like you could do it without being too heavy.
0: Yes, and that's what I like about it, not looking like you've broken creamed your hair which is perfect what are your two go-to ones at the moment
1: i'll talk about a couple actually that i don't use anymore and that i tried so the, the first of those and you, you mentioned brill cream or Brilliantine. i was given some Yardley english lavender Brilliantine, which is a, a very traditional recipe a very traditional old style it smells fantastic excellent like most brilliantines, it makes your hair quite greasy especially if it's very hot it feels almost like it's running a little bit off your hair and onto your forehead you know, it's a shame because I really want to like that. I've probably used it twice. Another one I've got, which I use from time to time. And again, it, it was one that I bought when I was traveling. And it's American Layrite Original Pomade. And it has a very nice, light fruity smell, very mild, which I like, but it's just a little bit too greasy. I think this is deliberately designed to give your hair a bit of shine. I think if I had dark hair, that would be great with fair hair it doesn't look so good the next one I have is is one that I have a real soft spot for because it was what was used by most of the barbers when I was growing up it's black and white genuine Plucko hairdressing pomade and it's another American one and it has this this sort of iconic black and white almost yin-yang symbol on the bottle and I just love the smell of it you probably won't because it's very barbershop it evokes getting my hair cut as a boy It's a little heavy and it's a little greasy. If I'm going out somewhere that's going to be hot and there may be dancing or something like that, that's what I'll use. And especially if my hair is a bit shorter, just the tiniest little bit will take control of that. Okay. My two sort of go-tos, they're both from the same company. Murdoch of London, they're a really nice chain of of men's barbers and they do, I love their black tea aftershave or cologne. But the two things they use, one is, which is my sort of go-to day-to-days, is matte mud grooming clay. It sounds quite similar to what you described to the the London Grooming Company clay. It's quite a fine, light clay. Stays on the hair for ages. I can put that on before I go out the house. I can sit on the train, probably fall asleep on the tube, run a comb through my hair when I get to the other end, spend all day in the office, get to the hotel about nine o'clock at night, and I know my hair's still going to be fine. It's really reliable. The trick is, as with most of these, is just to use slightly less than you think you do. And then the other one, which... It was recommended to me by one of the barbers at Murdoch. Now, they recommended I combine it with everything else, which, you know, they've got sales targets to hit, I'm sure. (laughs) It's their sea salt spray. It kind of does what it says on the tin. It smells and tastes of salty water, and it has a slight stickiness to it, almost like like hairspray, that dries very quickly. It's designed to to add texture, and these have been things that have been offered for years, mostly for ladies, to try and get that tousled beach look. Mm-hmm. And so if I'm having a casual day or if I am I know I don't need my hair to stay in place and sometimes if it's a little bit uh, shorter and I just want to play with it and be a little bit less you know, smart and slick, I'll use that. There is one caveat, though, which is I've had two bottles of it and both the bottles have given up the ghost after a few weeks. So I use a little... 50p spray bottle that i got from the chemist. it's a shame because it's, it's not cheap i know some of the ladies ones i was asking the duchess about this and her friends she uses often the bumble and bumble spray and they do great hair products aimed at ladies but work really well for guys as well which is sort of you know the around the 15 pounds mark but one of her friends has a one which is uh, a coconut and sea salt beach wave hair mist from the US, uh, which costs £42. Oof. I'm sure it's wonderful, but that's more than I'm willing to spend when I can buy uh, something a lot cheaper. But the one that, again, asking a lot of my friends to recommend, mostly ladies, is um, either the Bumble and Bumble one, which is great, and the other is the is the John Freed.
0: Right, yes, yes.
1: Which is apparently an ancient old one. It was retired as a product and they, they weren't going to do it because they thought it was too old-fashioned, but there was still huge demand for it. It does have a bit of a coconut smell. I think it's trying to give that sort of total holiday smell. But it's very, very reasonably priced. I mean, it's, it's about the same price as a pint of beer. So I think when this current lot is, is, is run out, I might give that a call.
0: Sounds like a good plan. I have tried something similar. There's um, Christophe Robin, predominantly a targeted little the ladies, hairdresser guy, French chap, and I was given some of his purifying finishing lotion with sage vinegar. Oh, lovely. It smells delightful. It sounds very similar to your product. I use it sparingly because at £30 a bottle.
1: Yes. Maybe I need to rethink this because I will spend big money on cologne I'll spend it definitely on clothes or shoes. But something in me seems to balk at spending that money on hairspray.
0: Yes, exactly. Now moving on to our little snifter of a subject. (laughs) Yes, a good choice of words. Sweating. Yes. So the other day, James, I was giving a lecture, and it was one of those days, where, as we've had frequently in the UK at the moment, mornings were very chilly, and then the temperature starts to rise quite drastically through the rest of the day, and I was in a hot very badly ventilated office room and I was wearing a three-piece suit and I was moving around as I do when I lecture. All the windows were open and I was still too hot so I took my jacket off which is a rarity and I realised as I was taking my jacket off that my armpits were a little sweaty.
1: This does happen.
0: I am a frequent and vociferous user of deodorant.
1: Are we talking deodorant as in smell or an antiperspirant?
0: Antiperspirant. I tend to find the one that works the best and the strongest one I can find. I tend to get the most neutral smelling ones I can. I'm, I'm not advocating links slash
1: ads. <laughs> to the teenage boy chemical attack.
0: But even then, unless you're reapplying your deodorant vociferously through the day, which is a little, sometimes a little difficult to do, it's one of those problems that you come across. So how, have you had this issue and what's your kind of...
1: I have, especially... Like you, Isaac, when, you, when you're when you going out early in the morning then it can be two or three degrees, and yet by mid-afternoon, it's 18 or 20. You've got a choice between freezing in the morning or sweating later in the day. British weather being what it is, you can't guarantee that you'll get the sweating later in the day bit. So I'm much like you. I, I tend to use a relatively neutral-smelling antiperspirant. So it's very hard to find ones which are scentless. And if any listeners have a recommendation, I'd be really interested. I tend to use one which has as low a scent as possible and one that fits with the the aftershave or the cologne I'll be wearing. So it'll either be citrus based or it'll be smell a little bit of greenery or it'll be slightly spiced or something like that. I don't want the smell from it. I just want it to stop me putting my hands up or or pointing at something in the office when I've got my jacket off and realizing I've got this huge wet stain under my arm, which is just unsightly. I don't generally wear undershirts. Uh, I find them quite uncomfortable. And I tend to only wear them if I know I'm going to be very cold. What I tend to do is as much as you do. However, I did when I was in India. I found because it was so very unbearably hot, it was in the, the mid to high 40s at times. Not everywhere I was working was air conditioned. And I was sweating a lot. I was meeting clients. I was trying to be as presentable and as as persuasive as possible. So I wanted to manage that. Something was recommended to me by one of the chaps who worked in the hotel, which is to use the alum block that I use for shaving. Ah. It doesn't last especially long, but it's easy enough to take with you and just nip into the toilets and literally you just lightly moisten the alum block under the tap and then run it under your arms. Right. It works. It's not as long lasting as an antiperspirant. If your antiperspirant won't last all day, and you want to stop yourself from
0: sweating, that works really well. That's a good tip. That's one I should take up. I either carry around a little baby travel deodorant in my bag, but frequently what I do do is I do wear an undershirt, and I wear specific undershirts that are specifically for removing the sweat like air techs, like a wicking type thing like a wicking one and also ones that are specifically built for those things so renoma is a brand that i found before if you want a relatively cost-effective version uniqlo a high street brand do some it's like anything you can spend a lot of money or a little money they're relatively good and i tend to wear the white ones underneath most of my shirts during the summer period because i tend to find that gets the sweaty bit the underarms are not showing the dark stains i wouldn't do it in 40 degree heat india certainly in london where it's never going to go beyond 30 really so i quite happily do that though it's a little bit more heat on the body i don't look like i'm aspiring to death
1: one of the the menswear writers we talk about quite a bit uh simon compton he talked about wearing tailoring in in hot weather and he's he, he spends a fair bit of time in italy and his advice is to try and stay as cool as possible stay out of direct sunlight and that if you're wearing relatively fine wool or something with a breathable weave to it, you should be okay. And I think that largely is the case. But you don't always have that option, especially if you're in somebody else's office, as you are when you're lecturing or I am when I'm with clients. And exactly this last week, it was four degrees when I I left the house and the forecast was for overcast and miserable. So I wore a a flannel suit (laughs) and then the weather got out lovely and I ended up spending most of the day in an office with no air conditioning and one wall facing west. So we got all the afternoon sun was just pure glass. I was roasting. So I doffed the jacket as quickly as possible. And I did make use of my island block in the bricks,
0: I tend to wear a lot more linen and uh, and that sort of thing in the summer. If you are worried about the underarms, don't take off the jacket. I know you will be a little hotter. Displaying sweat patches <laughs> on your underarms and across your chest, it'd be less of a problem to uh, keep the jacket on. I
1: sometimes find it on my back and it's
0: just not great. That's
1: good advice.
0: We'd like to hear your suggestions. So your suggestions, your hair products that you use. What we'll do is I will put some photos of the products up on um, our social media channels on Facebook and Instagram so you'll have a look at what we're talking about and and then please let's suggest your hair products and also your tips for how you stop you glowing
1: <laughs> yes glowing buckets all over your shirt
0: glowing buckets all over your shirt and glowing in general it's been a pleasure as always mr marwood sir and you my friend
1: always good great way to spend a
0: day we look forward to speaking to you next time until then
1: farewell goodbye sir
0: this podcast is brought to you by the perfect gentleman group limited and was edited by andy nickel at the pistachio palace